Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Serotonin Speaks. I'm producer Caden Siegel. To wrap up our theme of ADHD, I interviewed our own host, Heather Feirstein, about the impact that ADHD has on her own life. Hi, Heather. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, so to start off, how did you discover you had ADHD? I discovered I had ADHD when I was around seven years old, I believe. Um, My parents took me to a therapist because they had noticed some behaviors in me that were quite obvious signs of ADHD. Uh, Actually, I had been going to a therapist before that for personal reasons and anxiety, but the the therapist noticed that I had been showing signs of ADHD. And so um, I took sort of like a test. Um, I'm totally forgetting half the things that were on the test, but I believe one of the tests is like an inkblot test. I don't know. And the diagnosis came back that I did have ADHD. So since getting this diagnosis, have you received help for your ADHD? I do receive help for my ADHD. Um, I take medication that actually helps with it. And I also see a therapist almost like every two weeks. And so what kind of impact has the medication or therapy had on your ability to learn or do other activities uh, despite having ADHD? I think I've been taking the medication for so long. I don't really remember what life was like before I started taking it. But I think my parents, they've told me they have noticed like some genuine impacts of the medication. Um, Like I could definitely face my fears a little bit easier. That's more of the anxiety aspect of it. Um, what else? I think I'm able to like focus a little better, although I still really struggle with that. Um, I guess I'm less fidgety than I used to be. Yes. So, um, you mentioned, uh, having trouble focusing, um, does that impact your academic performance? I'm not 100% sure. Cause like I've never been able to focus, but I think it does have a small impact on my academic performance. Um, I think my inability to focus definitely gives me like more stress because I procrastinate a lot and um, end up turning in like some assignments a little late. Did it have a bigger impact during online learning when I know people, regardless of whether or not they had ADHD, were all having trouble focusing? Oh, for sure. Uh, Every online class, I was just on my computer, like watching YouTube or playing a game And it was so hard to focus because I'm really used to that in-person setting. And I think it definitely helps me focus if I don't have like a distraction lying around. Yeah. So when you're feeling distracted, I guess obviously being in a better setting would help. What else helps you focus better? Um, I think something that helps me focus better. I know it's like myth or scientifically proven. I like chewing gum. I think that like helps to like relieve stress and I think relieving stress can help me focus more. Something else that helps me stay less distracted is um, like a fidget toy. And do you have any like poppets that I know are pretty popular? I do, all? yes. Um, so you mentioned that taking medications and therapy helps, but for somebody who might not yet have a diagnosis with ADHD or for someone who doesn't have access to medications, um, What advice would you give to somebody who might be struggling with ADHD but isn't sure how else they can uh, deal with it? Um, Well, before I started taking medication, I believe I started practicing like meditation. I used the app called Headspace and that helped me a lot. I think uh, practicing mindfulness and meditation and gratitude, I think it's definitely a way to help your ADHD to get you set for the day and like anytime you're struggling 
I think it like helps you get your brain back on track. It helps you focus. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you think these methods could be helpful to other people as well, um, whether they're struggling with something like anxiety or even just trying to center themselves a little better? Yeah, for sure. I think mindfulness is something that like really can benefit anyone. It'll benefit some in different ways than others, but it's just generally a good habit. Yeah, I I agree 100%. Um, Changing topics a little bit, um, when you interviewed Emily, what was it like to interview someone or really just talk to somebody who also has ADHD about their own experience? Uh, I feel like it's, it was really nice and relatable. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I do that too, like in my head. Um, And I I feel like depending on the severity of your ADHD, there's even with those levels, they all have like some things in common. It just depends like what I don't know. I I think it was really nice to interview Emily. I actually had no idea she had ADHD. Um, until I uh, reached out to her. I think it was a different perspective because you don't really get to talk to people like without ADHD about their ADHD, about ADHD. I think it's nice to like, I feel it was kind of an area for her and for me to like vent about the struggles in our own lives. Were there any um, specific common similarities uh, or differences that you noticed? Like in particular, I think I noticed we were both on medication um, we both uh, sought therapy. I think we're both fidgety. We both procrastinate. I think we definitely had a lot in common. And with the ADHD, really not too many differences. Yeah, so what does talking to others with ADHD, and maybe in the future if we were to talk about anxiety or something else that um, you could personally connect to, what do you think that would mean to you? Uh, I think it would really mean a lot, Um just for me to like have a platform to like share out about um, like my own personal struggles and help other people to learn about them because other people have them too. And I think it's just like really beneficial. Yeah. Well, I will definitely keep that in mind when we're planning our future episodes. Um, But I think that's all the, all the time we have today. So thank you so much. Thank you. And that's all for this month's feature interview. If you haven't already, check out this month's part one on any podcast app and don't forget to subscribe. For more mental health related content, check out the Serotonin Says website, serotoninsays.com. There, you can subscribe to our monthly newsletter and support Mental Health America by buying our merch. You can also follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at serotoninsays. The links to everything are in the episode notes. This episode was edited and hosted by me, Caden Siebel. Thanks to Heather for a great interview. Thanks, as always, to the rest of the Serotonin Squad. Most of all, thanks to you for listening to Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you in December.